3: style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable.
1: Come again with Scott Bodman and Chris Wells. Can't wait. What does that do? that blow your mind? That just happened.
4: Welcome back, everybody. It's hour three of In This League on the Sports Grid. You guys know what that means. I'm joined as always by my friend, LKC Casey Bubba at BDN Trick, on the Twitter machine. Bubba, what is going on?
3: Not much, my friend. Just uh, holiday season. Bringing some holiday cheer, talking some uh, sports. I'll say sports because not all sports are doing things these days, but the NBA is back. I actually watched NBA bugs. I'm I'm trying to make more of an effort because I know one of these days you're gonna ask me questions, and I want to be able to answer them. So (laughs) I'm doing that. And uh, other than that, just trying to stay safe out there and uh, enjoy the time we have. What about you? Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, we gotta record a little early this week, so I'm doing my tuesday and wednesday scramble of getting everything done four days worth of recording in two days you know uh so so I, i'm doing that but then i'm gonna enjoy a nice long weekend so i'm excited about that mom's gonna make some sausage bread so i get Ooh, i get sausage good. bread uh, i get it for christmas and my birthday and that's it like it's, it goes away for the rest. well that's of the why year, it makes it, makes it time.
3: special if you got it all the time it wouldn't be special you're a
4: hundred percent right. It would be just like water or something like that. You know,
3: it, it would like be... when a wife says a certain thing. That's why I only get it <laughs> twice a year.
4: <laughs> you know, uh, you get you, beggars can't be choosers, right? Bubba. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's uh that is what I found out. But, uh, speaking of, of beggars, um, Dwayne Haskins, uh, he's going to be begging for a job next year with the stuff that he's doing. Uh, what did you think about his, uh, strip club mishap here?
3: There were so many things like you could say, well, here's Ohio State doing Ohio State things um, <laughs> like was the tattoo parlor hooked up to the strip club. Oh, um, there, There's just so many dumb things about him. It's like, OK, you're a number one pick that qu- people questioned. you can't do anything. You, they finally got your starting job back. You still couldn't figure that out. And now you're out there during the middle of pandemic when the rules are strict at a strip club with no mask on. You were even at dinner like having with no mask on. Deshaun Watson did that and got fined 7500 bucks. You were at a goddamn strip club. with lap dances like come on man
4: and that's what i
3: told told my friend covid might be the least disease he's worried about
4: yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. exactly exactly (laughs) you got the clap yeah Yeah, exactly so you got to worry about that and herpes stays for life
3: the drip drip doesn't go straight away
4: doesn't go away with the vaccine so we got to hit a break when we come back we'll uh tie a bow on this uh, Haskins talk and talk about the Pro Bowl a little bit. Welsh hates it, refuses to speak about it. So Bubba will talk about it with me. We'll talk about the Pro Bowl right after this. It's in this league on the Sports Grid.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad we can laugh man we we gonna learn and most of all I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health this is gonna be your church your turn up and everything in between so join me on my podcast check In with Michelle Williams a safe space for every kind of person Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that
0: thing on old... In This League. Talk about WW.W.com, you, made you go click, 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 It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah.
4: Welcome back, everybody. Hour three of In This League on the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. We're also on the Mightier 1090 in San Diego. So much fun we're having. Bubba is with me at BDN Trick on the Twitter machine. And please, Bubba, tell everyone where they can find your great work.
3: Um, Bench with Bubba podcast. That's the one that's been blowing and going for quite a while now. So check that out. and We really appreciate it. Uh, Fantasy baseball for the most part, but we'll dabble in some other things there. Uh, And then written content. I got my rankings out for the 2021 season at Fantasy Sports DGens. I do uh, DFS and some seasonal work at rotoballer.com. The Fantasy Black Book for 2021 is out. I did the first base and third base previews. That's Mr. Joe P. Sapia's Pride and Joy. So go check that out. The Welsh is in there and many other people. There's always stuff going on that I'm uh, doing stuff and things, as they say, at ITL. So I I have a lot going on. And uh, just check me out on Twitter at BDN Trick, and you'll get all the goodies there.
4: Now, uh, like I said before, Welsh refuses to talk about the Pro Bowl with me. He does not enjoy it. And I understand that take. Like, the Pro Bowl sucks. Uh, It's not a good game. Uh, They shouldn't even be playing it, to be honest with you. It should just be, like, flag football or punt, pass, and kick or uh, skills competition like they always did in Hawaii and all that stuff. Like, the game is, I guess they're going to do some big Madden tournament thing this year with celebrities and NFL players, Welsh was telling me, and I, I have a hard time not rolling my eyes hard uh, yeah. w- when people say that stuff. So, uh, but the, some of the names are interesting here. I mean, I think, you know, at least this year we won't get so many guys bowing out. So we get, you know, 400 pro bowlers when, you True. know, they're, they're, like everyone's a pro bowler. Cause you got to go down eight running backs to find one that'll actually show up to play in the game. Um, so we won't have that since the game's not being played this year. But I thought, you know, the quarterbacks, hard to pick in the AFC specifically against Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Deshaun Watson. Like, those guys are great. But, you know, looking at uh, some snub list on on a couple of them, Ryan Tannehill,
3: your boy, yeah. shows My up. My boy is well-deserving of a Pro Bowl mod. But you, like you said, you can't argue with the three that got there. So there's always someone that gets left out. Um, and I guess it's Tanny because... The other three guys, uh, they usually get there anyway. So it's just kind of how it's going to work for him.
4: Right. And then in the NFC, if I'm, uh, if I can uh, look correctly here, it is Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Did did you see any snubs in the NFC? Or are you good with that group?
3: I'm probably good with that group. With nothing surprising, that's for sure. Like, it would have been really angry if you put, like, Tom Brady in there just because it's Tom Brady or something. That would have been uh, bad. But when it comes to the NFC, and, and quarterbacks in general. Yeah, I'm just looking at the teams right now. There's really nothing that you can complain about those picks. I, I guess Tannehill will be the biggest snub out of them all because the NFC is pretty bad overall. When you start scrolling out, like Kirk Cousins, Matt Stafford, those like the next best things. <laughs> and that, that really doesn't cut it for me.
4: Yeah, all right. So the running backs here uh, in the AFC, we've got uh, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Josh Jacobs. But I, I, I actually do have an issue here with James Robinson not getting in. Uh, I mean, I'm probably still a little, uh, I mean, I don't even have Josh Jacobs in anywhere that matters for me. Um, I made, uh, I actually did make one championship. I thought I was definitely going down in all of them, I made one, but, uh, don't have Josh Jacobs in that one. I'm pro- but I still hate the fact that he did the, the fantasy bit and then kind yeah. of gave the middle finger to a bunch of fantasy owners and stuff like you don't have to, you don't have to like fantasy as a player. You don't even have to care. You know, uh, I don't care don't answer fantasy questions and all that kind of stuff, but don't F with us. You know what I mean? Like, like don't mess with us for your own laughter and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but anyway, like I said, probably a little jaded because of that, but James Robinson having a great year. I, I really felt like he deserved to make it. What do you think about Josh Jacobs versus James Robinson?
3: A hundred percent. It should be James Robinson. Like Nick Chubb has been well-deserving Derek Henry. There's no questioning that, but, Josh Jacobs has been hurt a lot this year, really hasn't dominated every game like you'd expect, like those other two did. And you look at James Robinson for a, a Jaguars team that's been so bad, like they let Fournette go for a reason. and They trusted James Robinson. He's been getting a probably, I'm just off the top of my head from DFS work, over 20 touches a game. He's PPR goal. He's, he gets it done on the ground. Uh, he's double-digit fantasy production time and time again, usually 15-plus, a lot of 20-plus point fantasy production game so i know it's this is real life football we're talking about pro bowl but you can kind of correlate how they're doing statistically and james robinson is one a heck of a running back and i don't know if it's because it's the, the jags and they're they're fighting for lawrence or what it is but you know jacobs i don't think deserved it definitely not over robinson
4: yeah and just looking at the stats here you know it's um as far as running backs go james robinson uh a thousand seventy rushing yards with seven touchdowns uh jacobs Had, uh, where'd he go? Uh, 907 with 10 touchdowns. So more touchdowns. But uh, catches, 49 for Robinson, 33 for Jacobs. As far as yards go, it's 344 to 238. So over 100 more yards for Robinson. So over 200 yards more total. And he he played in one more game. Uh, He has one receiving touchdown, which he just got. uh, Or no, excuse me, three receiving touchdowns to um, uh, none for Jacobs. So it's 10 touchdowns a piece and 200 more yards for Robinson and working with a way worse offense. So Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely with you. I mean, Robinson is going to be valuable next year specifically if they get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, uh, Lawrence isn't going to come in and change uh, everything, but he is going to make the offense run way, way, way smoother than Glennon or Minshew. I know you like Minshew,
3: but um, I like Minshew because he's a fun meme, basically. Like he's he's entertaining. Like, I don't like him like I like Tannehill. Let's put it right, that.
4: yeah, yeah. You don't want to start a life with him. That, yeah, like, T- sure. I,
3: I know Tannehill can reciprocate the love because he's actually talented on the field, where Minshew, he might, you know, do a Dwayne Haskins on me, and I'll never see him again. Uh,
4: for the wide receivers here, we got uh, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, and A.J. Brown. Uh, hard to argue against that in the AFC. Um, you know, I, I guess if we're looking at points per game, the next guy that would come up, would be, you know, Will Fuller, but he got suspended, you don't want to put him in there. Uh and then man, there's so many good NFC wide
3: receivers Yeah, well, there. like AFC like owns quarterbacks and running backs. The NFC's got the receivers down.
4: They really do. Like just looking at points per game, it's Adams, then Hill, then Calvin Ridley, who is a giant uh, snub here. Like yes. uh Cal- Calvin Ridley has to go in, but the NFC wideouts uh were uh, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, and Justin Jefferson. It's tough to put. It's I'll tough say, to say. Uh, maybe Calvin
0: Ridley.
4: Yeah, he should go in over Jefferson. That, yeah. That's Yeah, I mean, he should. Uh, if you look at the numbers here, uh, Calvin Ridley, 77 catches, 1,192 yards, nine touchdowns. Justin Jefferson not having a bad year, uh, 73, uh, 1,182, seven touchdowns. So uh, they're both getting great production. But uh, Calvin Ridley also, uh, I think, has played, yeah, one fewer game. So they have almost identical numbers, and uh, Ridley's done it in one fewer game. But, you know, maybe that's the difference. This is less of a snub to me than James Robinson, but Calvin Ridley definitely has a gripe, right?
3: Oh, no doubt about it. and He's been awesome. I saw someone tweet for Chris Godwin last year. Ridley's numbers are, like, identical to what Godwin did. So we're finally seeing that, like, jump. And I, you know, the caveats there is Julio's been out so much. We knew even coming into this year, games that Julio missed, Godwin goes crazy. I mean, uh, Ridley goes crazy, but he's taking advantage of it. And it's, it, it's more power to him because the defense obviously is going to, you know, move towards him when Julio's out and he's still balling out big time. So he's awesome. He's well deserving. It's just funny because, you know, while you were talking, I was thinking, you know, think about guys like um, McLaurin if he had a real quarterback. Like, how could he be like, there's so many guys in the NFC. If they have talented around them, it'd be wild.
4: And there's just, there's so much wide receiver depth too. like, you should probably like the pro bowl should probably shave a tight end off. And add a wide receiver, right?
3: It'd be fun like for a fantasy gig for anybody that's actually doing content on that, like writing. Do you like second half? Because you could have like Jonathan Taylor's finally showing up, David Montgomery's finally showing up, Brandon Ayuk's finally showing up, like all these guys that would be blowing dudes out of the water. That's how deep it is right now. But you got to think whole season, obviously, for the Pro Bowl.
4: Right, right. For the Pro Bowl. And then the tight ends is where I really have a gripe. like uh, and it's not in the AFC, Kelsey and Waller. I mean, that's obvious. Uh, we're probably going to have to hit more of this when we come back from the yeah. break. But the two for the NFC, one I'm fine with. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is fine. Like he's played well enough to make the Pro Bowl. I'm fine with that. Evan Ingram is the second tight end. And I like Evan Ingram, but he is not a Pro Bowl tight end, especially not with some good Pro Bowl caliber other tight ends in the NFC. We're going to talk about that when we come back. We're also going to start hitting Bubba's bets for this week. Got to make up from last week he didn't even text me or mention it at all so we'll be right back after this it's in this league on the sports grid
3: As well said you were coming what else did he say he
1: said you were the best in the parsec scott bogman former imperial syrup shooter.
3: that's not saying much
1: i wasn't a stormtrooper wise ass please excuse his lack of decorum in this league this is the way stop touching things
4: Welcome back, everybody. It's in this league on the sports grid. Get on the grid. Uh, we are having so much fun here. I, Scott Bogman, am here with Casey Bubba at Bogman Sports for me, at BD on the Twitter for him. Please check out the Patreon if you would. It's patreon.com slash ITL Army where we are having so much fun. We got all kinds of stuff for you. Uh, Welsh has got his baseball rankings up there, his prospect rankings. I'm going to do an overhaul of dynasty football rankings at the end of the season with all of this year's stuff. We're going to start doing my deep dive on NFL draft prospects as well. Uh, we got group me rooms in there. basketball season just kicked off. So we're going to be doing shows about that constantly. The real big three is coming back with myself, Dan Bespris and Jonas Nader uh, to our uh, fantasy basketball feed. So be sure to check that out. We're gonna be doing that live every week too. So yeah, um, you know, if you have a question, we'll be taking questions in there, too. So uh, we're, we're having a lot of fun talking about fantasy sports. Bubba, you and I are talking about the Pro Bowl. Uh, we are talking about tight ends uh, to end out the last segment. And Evan Ingram getting in over either Robert Tunyon or Logan Thomas is just surprising to me. You you mentioned this off air that, you know, Tunyon has like uh, the same number. Yeah, as a, Evan Ingram, but he has uh, ten touchdowns to however I don't even know how many
3: Ingram like has. like one or two for Ingram. I don't know. I, I saw it earlier today and I just started laughing. I'm like big, big Bob cannot be happy about this.
4: Yeah, and we were uh, we were figuring some things out on the break. Like uh, so, we went to go look at PFF ratings and stuff. And Justin Jefferson is the number two rated wide receiver. On PFF, so that is probably if the numbers are fairly similar, and Calvin Ridley between him, okay, yeah, I can see giving it to uh, Justin Jefferson for doing all the other small things that uh, you know just running routes better, blocking better, all that good stuff. So I get it. Uh, so I, I'm not I'm not against Jefferson, but when I see Calvin Ridley out there, I I just I love Calvin Ridley, and I like Jefferson too. I like him coming in to this year. I still can't believe that the Eagles took Jalen Rager over him. Like.
3: I'm not even a big prospect guy like you are. Like, I, I I watch college. I enjoy college. But you like you are, like, the guru to me. Like, I text you questions about it. And I, I, I wanted Justin Jefferson, like, the Dolphins to take Justin Jefferson. I'm like, I love this guy. I actually watched a lot of LSU games, so I love Joey Burrow. Like, give me Jefferson. And then when I saw Philadelphia of all teams go and take Jalen Rager, I was like, what? <laughs>
0: what just happened? Like, I, like Rager kind of too. I,
4: I like Rager too, but I felt like they already have – That type of a guy in Philly and Deshaun Jackson. Obviously, he's long in the tooth and everything, but it just seemed to me like, you know, Alshon Jeffrey is on his way out. You need a big possession wide receiver in Philly because Zach Ertz is getting older. Dallas Goddard is great, but he's not as good as Zach Ertz in his prime, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I mean, he has a chance to be really good, Goddard does, but I don't think he's ever going to be Ertz good. So, um, I mean, we'll see. He's got, he's definitely got time, but you need a big possession guy and uh, they definitely could have used it because one, two, three sack for Carson Wentz was not a good strategy for them to go into this year with at all. So um, uh, let, let me ask you this. So we're kind of done with the pro bowl. We can put it to bed. You know, we're not going to talk about the defensive side as much. Uh, I'll stick to that on an IDP pod with Gary at some point. Uh, Didn't do it today, but maybe we'll do it next week on a wrap up show. But, um, your your fantasy season are you in any championships? did you make any?
3: Oh, this is gonna be better this is gonna be better sleep for you um so last week when we talked I said there was two left two standing and uh well, I said no nah, that one I got a chance in because I had the most points scored but I've also faced the most points against I was fourth facing the one seed going into the week and um going into Monday night at uh, six point passing touchdown league i I was up 21 points and I had no one left to go. And they had Big Ben. Nah. So I, I thought win. I had no chance. I thought I had no chance. And then I was literally – I even, wasn't even watching the first half of the game. I was doing stuff in my house, and I picked up my phone. I saw the score early third quarter. It's about the same time I sent that tweet out uh, yeah, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, that
4: great tweet, Bubba. Thanks for that. <laughs> Love that, you jerk.
3: That's what friends are for. And um, that's when I started thinking, huh. And then I made a point I was not going to open the fantasy uh, app until the game yeah. was over. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna look at it until the game's over. Cause Don't want with, to with the well, cause with the bungles, like he could have easily thrown three touchdowns in the second half and no one would be surprised. Like I'm just not gonna look. <laughs> yeah, that well that so opening yeah, in of the one third chip.
4: quarter, you probably were like, Oh god, here it comes.
3: Yes, yeah, but I'm in one championship. So yes, we we have life.
4: Yeah, I just did a uh, a guest spot on a baseball podcast, but uh the it, the guy who was has been in the army Robbie baseball, I know he's a huge Bengals fan. So uh, he he showed up in a Bengals beanie and an Ocho Cinco jersey and he had an Andy Dalton jersey on under that. I'm like, you have any anyone that plays on the team now? He's like, no, I can't watch them now. They're terrible. So, but, but he get, was a Joey B.
3: get a but, Joey covers jersey. Come on.
4: Yeah, I, I, th- I think I think Robbie is just way too much baseball now. I don't think he yeah. watches football that much, which which is understandable. Uh, especially when you're a Bengals fan, but yeah, man, it sucked. Like my my favorite part of the year uh, on a yearly basis is watching the Bengals fans leave the escalator of sadness with another loss. You know, there was a while there when the Bengals were really good with Carson Palmer and all that stuff, where they would beat us in Pittsburgh and we would beat them in Cincinnati. I don't know why it worked that way, but it was just the way it worked. So, but this was definitely like this was the worst Bengals loss uh, for me personally since Ryan
3: Finley.
4: Yeah, yeah. Dude, you don't have to tell me, dude. Right? <laughs> I, I watched the whole thing. I, I didn't I wasn't able to not watch one half. But but this was the worst one since they beat us and it looked like they had knocked us out of the playoffs. We weren't mathematically eliminated. And by the way, we went on to win the Super Bowl that year. That was Super Bowl 40 year. So uh 2005 if I'm remembering my years correctly. But um that was when TJ uh Hushmanzada wiped his feet with a terrible towel. And and that was not good. Yeah, that was oh, really like, stupid to do.
3: Is it like Juju dancing on the the logo? Yeah, yeah it's up? idiotic.
4: Like, like it's dumb. You you can't you can't do that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, to his to juju's credit, he's done that for every team. It's yeah. not like he's picking on a random team People just to do that. Now. But but yeah, I mean look, uh, Lindale White did that. Oh, and yeah. where is he right now? I don't even know. Lindale's still going.
3: So well, r- real um, question for you. I know we weren't going to talk about it and this is me not poking at you, but I am actually curious. Yeah. The last three weeks have been horrific. And you, we talked about even last week, the last two weeks before that, how concerned are you with them actually? Cause a, a, a little one on and 11, 11 and 0, were like we're awesome. This is great. They look great. No concern.
4: They're one and done. They, they, um, they, they will not get out of the first round.
3: Yeah. So. They look, they look, yeah, I, I wanted to hear you say it because you follow them so much closer, and maybe I'm missing something, but I'm like,
4: no, that I, I said, I said that. to the Welsh earlier, they are worse than the Jets right now, like they, they're the worst <laughs> in the NFL right now. And I'm not kidding, like that, that's how they're playing. That's, you a, lose Welsh,
3: that's a Welsh response after I, a bad day. And
4: that's what I said, too. I said, <laughs> I know you're the guy that they're the worst on the planet, and they should fold as a franchise whenever they lose a game and all that stuff, but like right now, I've never seen this team play as bad as this and i've never seen a team that you could say at one point was the best team in the league at one point in this season they were they peaked at the wrong time and now they are one of the worst you lose to a two and ten team you're one of the worst teams in the league that there's there's no in between on that there's no covering it up there's no dodging it you're terrible
3: so what uh, was the worst loss the Bengals or the losing into the jets oh at home uh, 17 and a half point favorites yeah that's blended. i
4: i think that might be the worst that's loss it's
3: pretty bad pretty yeah, bad
4: you give uh you are 100% of the jets victories
3: this year the rams are so if if you're a jets fan how angry are you are you about that win
4: um i'm not happy i can tell you that much like <laughs> i still like sam darnold and think if you get a different coach in there yeah that, I'm with you there. can work and you know if you if the Jaguars don't win and, you know, we don't expect them to win because they won week one and that's it. Um, but if, if if they don't win a game and they get the first overall pick, they're going to take Lawrence and you know that. And it's yeah. just burn. But the number two pick is one of the best tackle prospects in Penny Sewell that we have had in years. Like you're going to hear, you know, I know people say this every draft for multiple players, but generational tackle that is Penny Sewell. So, they're going to get him, and he's going to be on the left side protecting whoever the quarterback is, blind side. And Beckton gets to shift over to right tackle. Like, you're going to have bookend tackles for a decade.
3: And they so, get Dar- get Darnold some coach. Like, and there's weapons there for him. So, I, I remember we talked going into the season. I, I like Darnold as a late round like quarterback too, because I, I believe in his talent. I forgot how bad Adam Gase was. So, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. A new head coach could do a lot.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they can they can put together, uh, some decent stuff with him, I think. So, but we'll see. I mean, they might get rid of Darnold in the off season and go with Justin Fields, take a quarterback, or, uh, however they want to do it in the off season. But, uh, Bubba, let's get to these bets.
3: Uh, we, we got. We don't, to, we don't need to talk about last week. I'm not here to talk about the past.
4: Oh, all right. So I knew I knew, <laughs> knew you're gonna pull out Mark McGuire here. You were good against the spread. You're eight and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, over yeah. and under. Uh, look. Not good, it has, been, it has been great to let you've been the Steelers the last three weeks, yes, yes, reasons, right? good,
3: good comparison, yes,
4: yeah. So it, it's been ugly, we don't have to talk about it, you know. It's just, uh, <laughs> if maybe if you're picking uh, the different ones from me, and I wasn't good, I was six and nine,
3: so yeah, I, I hit my I, I hit my itl parlay pick, okay,
4: 12 and three
3: against the spread, by the way. We've like by switched time. bodies or something,
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, we're. we're we're hitting on the wrong cylinders, and then the right cylinders, and then yeah. the wrong cylinders. That's just that's the NFL season. Uh, but but let's get in one game before we go to break. Let's start out with Tampa Bay at Detroit. This is the early Saturday game. Not sure when this is going to air because we're recording it early. Uh, so maybe this game still hasn't played as you listen to this. Uh, Tampa Bay by nine and a half, fifty-three and a half is the over. Bob.
3: Yeah, Detroit's playing so bad, and Tampa Bay doing Tampa Bay things. But I'll take Detroit at home plus nine and a half in this one, and give me the over. I think we get points in this game. So give me. Detroit nine and a half and then the over
4: Detroit by nine and a half plus nine and a half and the over of course it makes sense because I took Tampa Bay and the under. so uh <laughs> with that being said we will be right back we're gonna break down all of these picks we're gonna get Bubba's uh ITL pick we're gonna get his parlay as well you gotta stick here with us to hear it and uh and we will be right back after this it's in this league on the sports grid
2: It's in
1: this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night.
4: Welcome back, everybody. We are having so much fun. It's in this league on the sports grid. Get on the grid. We're also on the Mighty 1090 in San Diego. It's me, Scott Bogdan at Bogdan Sports on the Twitter with Casey Bubba at BDN Trick. We are doing our bets For the week, Uh, you have taken the opposite of me on pick one, Detroit and the over. I have Tampa Bay and the under, but we are forging ahead. We're not here to talk about the past, Bubba. We're here to talk about the future. The Niners are on the road, kind of, at Arizona, even though they played some home games here uh, this year. So they're not in unfamiliar territory. And you know, surprisingly, you can still do pretty much whatever you want in Arizona, but they're not letting a lot of people in the stands. So there's not going to be a big home crowd here for the Cards, um, but Arizona is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. 48-and-a-half is the over. No Kittle, or no, excuse me, Kittle might be back. Uh, no Mullins and no Mostert in this game for the Niners.
3: Yeah, it's, it's a rough go for the Niners to try and stay healthy. I, I Honestly, let's let Kittle sit out the rest of the year, guys. Yeah. I know that's not his style. Just let him sit out. I guess it's dumb, but uh, I'm going to take Arizona on this one. Kyler looked a lot more like Kyler last week. And if that's the case, they're going to run all over the Niners. So give me Arizona and give me the over because we saw how bad that Niners defense is getting with these injuries, the way the Cowboys move the football. If you have a healthy Edmonds, a healthy Drake and a healthy Kyler, they're going to run all over them, not to mention, you know, Hopkins and company. This could be one of those games like the early season Cardinals show up.
4: Yeah. Lock step. I am right there with you. The Niners lost to the Cowboys last week. Look, the Cowboys play inspired for Mike McCarthy the last couple of weeks. So you got to give him credit where it's due. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. This is the Cardinals. Kyler is definitely over that sprained AC joint. He is good to go. Uh, the last Saturday game, Miami at the Las Vegas Raiders. They are two and a half point favorites. The Dolphins are 47 and a half is the over. What say you on this one?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go homer on this one again. I, I I love everything about this Dolphins team. I, I love it. it. They're playing great, great football. The, the Raiders are playing well, but give me the Dolphins. Give me the over in this one. As to it, keeps things going, and uh, they get the dub.
4: All right, I took Miami. I took the under because I don't know if are we getting Carr back or, or is it Mariota? Like I don't That's know. A good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what we're doing. You know, Mariota didn't look bad though. Like I don't know how much of a dip they take if he plays as well as he did. But a lot of the times you see those quarterbacks come in. They're not, you know, they're not really um, they're not really prepped for that guy. And, you know, they they lose the game because of it. Uh, the Chargers ended up still winning that game. But that that was a fun
3: game, by the way. Hey, And they have a pro bowl running back. So they're fine.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. A pro bowl running back in Josh Jacobs. They're fine. Not a dick at all. Josh <laughs> Jacobs. How about the uh, Chiefs hosting the Falcons? They are 10 and a half point favorites, 53 and a half. I mean, this seems like a role, but the Chiefs' favorite thing to do is not cover big spreads. So uh, yeah. how do you want to play this game? This is a tough one to call.
3: I wouldn't bet this with your money, but if I had to, I'd take the Falcons plus 10.5 for the reasons of the Chiefs. Let's leave the back door open all the time. And I said it last week, and the Falcons fell apart in the second half, but they're playing much better under Morris. So I have a feeling they find a way to keep it close. Give me the Falcons plus 10.5, but give me the over in this one. There will be some points being scored.
4: I took KC again. Cause I'm an idiot. I, I just like, uh, uh, and and I know our guy fam said, take a shot every time I say fold up shop, but the Falcons have folded up shop. Like they're, they're done you, that losing that, that game to Tampa Bay in, in that manner. Like you're going to lose Tom Brady. You're going to lose Tom Brady again like that. What are you doing? Like you, you, you're giving up. Uh, um, the bears are on the road against the Jaguars. They are seven and a half point road favorites, who would have thought that we were talking about Nick Foles as a starting quarterback and what a mistake he was. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that we would say that the bears were seven and a half point road favorites at any point this year, when they didn't look like they could score at all, but they're at Jacksonville who, like we said has not won since week one 46 and a half is the over in this game. How do you see that one going Bob?
3: another game? I'd be scared to bet. But give me the Jacks plus seven and a half just because, the Bears on the road getting over a touchdown just does not work for me. So give me the Jags plus seven and a half. Give me the under in this one. Both teams will want to slow this game down as much as possible.
4: All right. We are absolute opposite on that one as well. I'm taking <laughs> Chicago. They're playing uh, strong football right now. I mean, the, uh, the Jags didn't even have a punter last week. Uh,
3: hey, it's so 2020 when uh, Montgomery is like a, a lead back right now. It's great.
4: No, it's because Montgomery's good, and he's never had any good play around him. So – uh, I'm still a Montgomery guy. I'm I'm still on. Board.
3: I I draft him every year because no one else does. But uh, yeah,
4: yeah. Well, put me in your league. You won't have to take him. I'll take him right off your hands. So uh, especially if they get a decent quarterback. And I but I think at this point they got to stick with with Mitch, right?
3: They have. to. I, I just like I said about Darnold. I don't mind Mitch if he's in the right system. We've seen it even last year when he was playing well. You know, you keep a a, a fast pace going. Let him be a little mobile. Use the strengths of your quarterback to run your offense and you can do the good things.
4: Uh, Cincinnati coming off a big win. They are on the road at Houston. Houston's still a big favorite here by eight at home. 46 and a half is the over. Are you going with the Bengals, or are they going to let down here?
3: It feels like a massive letdown spot. It would not surprise me if it's a massive letdown spot, but I don't think Cincinnati plus eight because Houston is a massive letdown. Um, give me Cincinnati plus eight and give me the uh, over in this one as both teams' defenses not great, Bob.
4: Houston in the under for me. Uh, Houston just played Tennessee or Tennessee, uh, Indianapolis pretty well, I thought. And, and um, you know, uh, I think Cincinnati, Cincinnati was given points. I mean, Bettis gave the ball up. Juju gave the ball up. You know, hey, did you uh, just say Bettis? Did I say Bettis? I meant <laughs> yeah. Ben. Uh, my bad. <laughs> ben gave the ball. I am I have a Bettis thing here. Uh, but uh, yeah, Ben, Ben gave the ball up. Uh, Jesus, I can't believe I said Betis. it is uh, past my bedtime. So, uh, it's medicine o'clock for me, apparently. Uh, but yeah, Ben gave the ball up twice. He threw a pick almost threw a second pick, uh, fumbled a snap. Uh, Juju fumbled after dancing. Like they, we, we set, we set them up to score, you know? Uh, so I, uh, Houston's defense is bad, but I think that they can put a spy on Ryan Finley. So he doesn't run. Uh, you know, which apparently the Steelers just gave up. But uh, the Browns are on the road against the Jets, who just won, but the Browns are still nine-and-a-half-point road favorites. 47-and-a-half is the over in that one. How does that one play out, Bob?
3: Browns are legit, but uh, give and me the, the Jets, Jets plus nine-and-a-half. An no, he does not. He does no. not come out from underneath the, 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 the turf. But um, Jets plus nine-and-a-half and the under in this one.
4: All right, I took Cleveland, but I did take the under. I I, I just think the the Rams are so Jekyll and Hyde and the Browns are. aren't the Browns are, uh, you know, one of the hottest teams. In the isn't NFL isn't right
3: Baker now. due for like a Baker game? I hope so.
4: Uh, like that would take all the sting of the, uh, the sting of losing to the Bengals. If the Browns lost to the jets and the Steelers get the division, if that happens, they win the division just automatically. Uh, what's going to happen is the Browns are going to beat the jets and the Steelers are going to lose to the Colts and they're going to be playing for it on week 17. And the Steelers <laughs> are going to lose that game by like 40. So, we're going to be playing a road game probably against the Browns and then lose again. So, oh, man, um, rough. oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be one of them. They're not playing good right now, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I took Cleveland. I just think, you know, if you look at deep dive on those stats, Darnold was fine, but he wasn't good. And you're not going to win games, many games given Frank Gore, 23 carries in 20. No, players.
3: no, you're not. You're not.
4: Um, the uh, Steelers hosting the Colts. The Colts are one and a half point road favorites in Pittsburgh, 44 and a half. How do you see that one going?
3: As much as we bond on the Steelers, I'll take Pittsburgh plus one and a half in on this one. I'll give them wow. some respect at home and I'll take the over. It's too low of a score. I, it's like a, it's a 27, 24 type game. Steelers win it at home against uh, Philip Rivers and company.
4: All right. You, you and Welsh both taking my Steelers and I'm taking the Colts. Uh, I, and that's not, I don't even think it's self-deprecating. Maybe it is. I, I don't know. Is. I think it uh, is. Yeah, okay, it might be, and I, I'm, I'll am i be fine giving that up, and I hope I'm wrong, but uh, I, I've not seen this team play this bad in a while, even last year. Like, there was I, – I, I would never say it out loud, but there was a part of me that was like, can we get Rudolph warming up on the sideline or something? Oh, like, no. Ben looks terrible, you know, at least on the first half. The second half, when Ben threw the touchdown, I was like, okay, all right, maybe we can climb back in. Didn't work. Um, how about the Giants on the road against the Ravens? The Ravens are 10 and a half point favorites, 45 and a half is the over on that one.
3: It's back to back weeks where Lamar's looked pretty darn good these days. So, give me Baltimore minus 10 and a half, give me the over. And that one is I think Baltimore puts up 35 plus themselves.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm uh, we're locked up on that one. I am also Baltimore and the over. The Panthers are on the road against the Washington football teams. And uh, they are two and a half point home favorites. Forty four and a half is the over. Maybe change the name to the uh, Washington harassments. Uh, maybe that would be a good
3: we'll the see Washington dollar dollar bills. You all
4: uh, but uh, how do you see that one going?
3: I like Washington in this one. I think Alex Smith is supposed to make a comeback here. We'll see. Uh, give me Washington and give me the under in this one because it still will be kind of ugly and low, low scoring.
4: All right. That's two in a row. Lock step Washington and the under for me as well. The Broncos are on the road against the Chargers. They are the Chargers three-point home favorites. 49-and-a-half is the over on that one.
3: Yeah, two Jekyll and Hyde football teams, Chargers and Herbert get back on track. Anthony Lynn can't even screw this up. So Chargers minus three, under 49-and-a-half.
4: Uh, all right, so I took the Chargers. I took the over. I, I thought we saw enough from Herbert to where uh, the Chargers will put up most of those points. So I uh, will see. You know, Denver can score two touchdowns. I think we can get there, so we'll see. Uh, the Rams are on the road against the Seahawks. Seahawks are one and a half point home favorites. 47 and a half is the over on this one. This is the one where I wouldn't bet it with your money. How do you see this one going?
3: Yeah, I wouldn't either. I really want to take the Rams here, but I'm going to take Seahawks at home. Uh, it's getting towards playoff time, so Russell start cooking again. Give me Seattle. Give me the over in this one.
4: A lockstep once again. Uh, Philly at Dallas. Philly is a two and a half point favorite. 49 and a half is the over in this game.
3: Everyone loves Jalen Hurts and for good reasons, but give me Dallas plus two and a half. I liked what I saw last week. Philly's defense is still just as bad as the Niners, if not worse. So give me Dallas and the over in this one.
4: Lock step, bub. I also took Dallas. Look, they're playing for McCarthy. Yep. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. You smash a
3: couple pieces of fruit in the locker room, magic happens.
4: Yeah, let's get that Gallagher act going. Yep. So it it works for sure. So, uh, all right. And the last two here, the Sunday night game. Tennessee at Green Bay. There's supposed to be fog in this game, I guess, from what I was reading earlier.
3: So it's going to be warm in Green Bay. That's good.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fog means warm. Uh, Green Bay by three, 56 and a half as the highest over of the week.
3: I'll take Green Bay minus three for sure. And I I like Tennessee a lot, as people know. But I'll take Green Bay minus three. And I'll take the over just because I think both teams will throw up more than we expect them to. I really do think they will.
4: I mean, you know, Welsh took Tennessee. I just, I don't see how.
3: Not um, on the road in Green Bay. Not gonna happen. Yeah,
4: it's cold. It, it, it's, it, no. it's a rough one. And my my bigger thing is the defensive side for Tennessee. They put no pressure on the. Yeah, court. they're
3: not gonna stop Rogers at all.
4: Yeah, I mean, you give Everybody's Rogers. Guard Adams. Yeah, you give Roger Oh my God. Yeah, Malcolm Butler. Pfft.
3: And, and, and Rodgers, is he's just as angry as Tanya is. So you don't think Tanyan, like if you can if you're playing showdown on Sunday <laughs> night, play Robert Tanyan. Cause he's going to get all the red zone targets.
4: It's a good thing. They're not playing against Evan Ingram and the giants. Right. Yeah. So
3: I said, since the start of the season that Rogers is a very vindictive person. So just, yeah. remember.
4: That. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be and when they're not putting pressure on the quarterback. He's just going to sit back there and pick them apart. It is not going to be fun to watch for your Tennessee fan. I don't think, but we'll see. That's why they play the games. Buffalo at new England, Buffalo, a seven point road favorite in new England already has the division locked up. Um, I don't even know if Cam Newton's going to start. It looks like it might be Jarrett Stidham. Is he really starting, though, anyways? Yeah, really. Seriously.
3: Hey, Buffalo just won the division, and they don't care. They want to make them know it when they show up in New England. They're going to win by double digits. Buffalo minus seven. Give me the over, because they're throwing. Josh Allen gets four-plus touchdowns by himself.
4: Okay. Uh, All right. So, uh, this should be a fun one to watch. And that's why I said, if you're a Patriots fan, don't watch this. I mean, you might enjoy the graphics of how many times they have beat newing uh buffalo and everything but it is going to be a buffalo love fest on monday night football uh and and that's going to be that so uh but that when we come back from this break we're going to get bubba's three-team parlay and his pick for the itl parlay so stick with us we'll be right back it's in this league on the sports grid <laughs>
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: In this league.
0: I thought we were going to be just friends what
4: friends listen
1: the- in this league in the dark
4: welcome back everybody you hear endless love you guys know what that means it's the end of the three-hour tour of in this league on the sports grid like i said please check out our patreon patreon.com slash army if you would please follow bubba and i on the twitter at bogman sports for me at bdn trick for him at is it the welsh or the welsh bubba Three-team parlay. We keep not making it. Um, we all lost just one leg of it this week. So uh, so far, Welsh has Pittsburgh Indy over. I have Chicago minus seven and a half. So uh, those are the ITL ones. So you can't pick the opposite or those. So what are we going with
3: uh, for the ITL parlay? I'm going to go with Green Bay minus three.
4: Green Bay minus three. I like that one.
3: I like that. One. Yeah, Green Bay minus three. Uh, for my parlay, I'll take Green Bay minus three. I'll take the Baltimore over, Baltimore Giants over, and Miami minus two and a half.
4: And Miami minus two and a half. Yeah, okay. So I took, in this, I took Cleveland minus nine and a half because I just, they're going to roll Jacksonville. And I took Buffalo minus seven because, like you said, they want to make them feel it. They want to make them feel Feel it.
3: Um, and not fans like they're gonna make Monday night football. They know all of New England's eyes will be on the TV. They're gonna make them cry. They're gonna feel the tears through the TV.
4: Dude, Buffalo, like, is Buffalo gonna make the Super Bowl this year? Can they beat do you think they can beat Kansas City?
3: If any team can give him a, a battle, I Josh Allen's that good. Like he really is. And that defense is that good. Like it like it's tough to stop the Chiefs, but at least Buffalo has enough weapons to try to kind of man up to all their options. Like they have enough pieces there. It's not like you have to like pick one guy and hope the rest don't beat you. They can kind of at least stop, try to stop Hill and Kelsey and make the other guys beat you or something.
4: And and even if they can't, they can score with them too. Exactly.
3: It could be one of those like, you know, 38, 35 last minute field goal type games.
4: Uh, Playoffs are going to be fun. I mean, uh, probably not going to be fun for me the way my Steelers are playing, but they are going to be fun. That's for sure. But that is going to wrap it up for us this week. Uh, I hope you guys had Great holidays and everything. Stay safe out there. Uh, A lot of stuff going around, of course. And New Year's always dangerous on the road. So be careful with your celebrations. Do it the right way. Uh, We love you. We will see you guys next week. Take it easy. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And we will see you later. Take it easy, everybody.